everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. People like me, Michelle Kane with Voice Matters, and my ever-steady co-host, Karen Swim of Solo PR Pro. Hi, Karen. How are you? Hey, Michelle. I'm good. How are you doing? Doing well. I'm doing well. I am so excited about our topic today. You know, here, of course, at That Solo Life, we talk about things that matter to solo business owners, right? Solo PR and marketing business owners. And today we're going to talk about the opportunity that's out there. And it was spurred by a a recent article on Axios called Freelance Frenzy. But we really want to focus today on how this is a great time to be a solo. You know, even though, you know, you turn on the news and the... Look, we know repetition is key as communicators, but it can also work against us. And you might be hearing lots of gloom and doom, you know, the R word, recession and layoffs. And while, sure, recessions do happen, we, we're not really seeing this, I don't know what you want to call it, this, this prognostication just from, you know, the media coming to fruition when you really talk to people whose job it is to track these things. So that's kind of, that's a, a, just a little topic that we're going to cover today. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit, just a small, tiny topic. <laughs> just just g- grab a cup of coffee. It'll be over for no time. But oh, no, but we do want to touch on these salient points because, yes, you're hearing of layoffs, but it's not like, you know, companies are doing it you know, out of dire necessity. I mean, we just came out of a pandemic where so many sectors were hiring up because they needed people in certain positions, you know, to deal with the pandemic demand. So I think a lot of this, what we're seeing is just a course correction of, okay, we're leaving our houses now a little more. And, you know, just the need for certain things isn't, just isn't there. I mean, I want to point out that, you know, in technology particularly, which is, right. you know, the sector that I work in, we have seen headlines about these, what seems like massive layoffs. And yeah. we, you know, our minds immediately go to, oh my God, the sky is falling. But right. there, by all accounts, there was a huge bloat in technology. So this yeah. wasn't cutting to the bone, it was cutting away the fat. And, and I don't mean to diminish those workers who lost their jobs. That's never a fun thing to lose your job. Correct. But when you think about like, even with um, one of the social media channels that, you know, purportedly <laughs> cut away over 5,000 developers, think about that. Like, why did they have 5,000 developers? So there was just a lot of excess. Let's say that there was a lot of excess. And now that excess has been corrected, as Michelle said. It, so it was corrected. It's yeah. just, okay, we don't need this huge excess. Yeah. My fear is that, and what I have just become, and I'm sure all of us as communicators that we're completely aware of is, as Michelle said, is that the way that misinformation spreads and sticks is that you just keep saying the wrong thing over and over and over and over again. You blast yeah. it at people over and over and over, and then misinformation becomes fact. Right. It, it comes back to the just the concept I like to keep keep in front of myself. And when I'm speaking to people about you know discerning information, yeah. everyone's perception is their truth. And this yeah. is not 
Tanakh, my beloved yeah. five o'clock news people. Yes. But, you know, when you hear the same reports of, oh, no, oh, no. But then the data doesn't quite match up. So just we want all of us out there to be aware of that and as communicators to just carry the flag of, yes. you know, let's, let's keep the, the real information at the forefront as best we can. Absolutely. And I mean, you know, so <laughs> we say that because the economy actually still remains pretty strong. Let's mm-hmm. not forget that we had this long just a long string of jobs growth every single month. So there's tons of jobs out there. Yes, in spite of the layoffs, there are tons of jobs. People are spending. Let's not forget that, that we just saw that with Black Friday, that people are spending. It may not be what it was pre-pandemic, but let's be realistic. Life in no shape or form or fashion is like it was prior to the pandemic. It Correct. Just isn't. There's been, there's a difference. It's like, I think that when we look back in history, we will measure like our time by like what was before the pandemic years. And then what was the, after the pandemic years. Right. However, it's not all doom and gloom. I know that the stock market has responded negatively. And so we've seen a lot of up and down cycles, a lot of down cycles And in the short term, those things can seem very scary, but those are all cyclical things that happen. Yeah, yeah. The point is, is that this Axios article points out something that I believe is true every day of the year. For independent PR people, I know some of you don't like the term freelance. I've learned to embrace it because it's an accepted term. It no longer makes me feel devalued. (laughs) It just means that I'm not committed to a single company. Correct. But for independent PR people, it just validates how valuable we can truly be. And so we, you know, we want to talk about some of the ways that you could seize that opportunity in 2023. Yeah, exactly. It's interesting. I was, I attended a local chamber event where the representative from the Philadelphia representative from the Fed uh, gave his report and, you know, he shows inflation going down and, you know, things just aren't as dire as we're being told there they are. So, yeah. And I think it's it's just really important to realize that, you know, especially with this Axios report, and we'll put the link in the show notes, because it shows that the number of independent workers has just skyrocketed in the past year. And that also gives you the flexibility and the confidence to go after go after that business. And that doesn't mean that, you know, how do you do that, right? Well, look around, look for the opportunities, look for businesses that might be hiring and just reach out to them and say, hey, you know what, I see that you're hiring. And we all know that whether we're on the inside or we're helping clients, hiring is hard right now for, you know, a myriad of reasons. Reach out and say, hey, you know, I'd love to offer my services in the interim. Are you open to that? How can I help? Be helpful. I love that. Be helpful. And something else that I think is embrace the transactional. Mm. So I know many of us, you know, we are relationship driven. And so we like developing these, you know, deeper relationships with clients and really getting inside of their business. And it's one of our strengths. But I think going into 2023, you can still have that, but you also want to 
race transactions. There are going to be people out there in the world who just want to do a project. Yeah. I will tell you that I love projects. And as we, in, in my own business, have been planning out our 2023, we always leave room for projects every quarter. Some quarters we don't take any, but this year we're looking ahead and we built in some bandwidth for projects every quarter. Mm -hmm. Projects are amazing. My favorite is two to three months because there's a beginning, a middle and an end. Yeah, These people are not interested in long-term, not right. at the moment for different reasons. Maybe it's because they are, you know, early stage companies and they just really cannot set aside budget for ongoing PR yet. Or maybe they have internal PR teams and they just need some help with a heavy lift. You want to be careful and you also want to vet projects in the same way that you do retainer clients. But it's also a great way for you to test a client before right. you are in a long-term relationship. And let's face it, sometimes a project is over and you're like, bye, bye, bye forever and ever and ever. Like <laughs> I never want to work with that client again yeah. and run, you know, I'm going to have to start watching what I say publicly. Cause I don't mean that disrespectfully to clients, <laughs> but sometimes it's just not a good fit. You yeah. cover things in that during that project that you're like, yeah, I couldn't work like this on a long-term basis. Well, but it, that's the real. That's the reality of it, though, right? Because yeah. it it lets, and, and that goes both ways, right? Yeah. It, it lets the client think, okay, I thought working with working with you was going to be like this, but it really yeah. wasn't. I mean, we've all had that happen to us with vendors, clients. Of Absolutely. wow, you know, I thought working with you was going to be great, and oh wow, our our, and it's not even a personal thing. It's just, ooh, the way that we do things, what I feel comfortable with as far as yeah. moving things forward, yeah. just doesn't sync up. So. So, yes. And, and yeah. so embrace okay. it, build it in, welcome it, yeah. market yourself for it. Yeah. So if you have a particular specialty. Let's say, you know, like one of the things that we take on as projects are funding projects. We're really good at it. We excel at it. And so we, you know, we have a network of people that know that about us and will come to us for those type of projects. Maybe there's something that you love to do. You specialize in it. Offer it up, you know, put yeah. yourself out there, talk about it on social media, share, you know, if you do a newsletter, remind people, because the other thing is that remember that you think that everybody knows what you do. They don't, they forget very quickly until you say something, you'll pop up and, and then it's like, oh yeah, they do PR. It's true. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> embrace transactions in 2023. And the reason I say that is because I think the key in these times like this, being an independent person doesn't mean that you are the lower cost choice. It means that you are the agile, efficient choice. You're giving companies the freedom to pay for what they need yep. and not more than that. Exactly. So rather than hiring you on and that feeling like a big budgetary commitment in a time of uncertainty, a project allows them to get what they need done and to move on. But what you will find is that with people that are a good fit for you, that maybe they they can't do ongoing PR, they will tap you for other projects, yeah. often in the same year. But it gives them that flexibility and agility to move how they need to move in these uncertain times. And you can be that support system for them. I love I love what you said about agile and efficient. And then that is so true because, you know, even 
coming across as marketing myself. I try hard not to say budget friendly because that again kind of devalues it. But yes. you know, agile and efficient is a great way to convey of look, we come in, we get it done, and then we're gone. Yes. You know, if you run the numbers of turning one of us into an employee, you're paying far more money and not just to us. <laughs> Yeah, to house us and all that stuff. Whereas, you know, use our expertise for what you need. Let us help you. And then we can just move on until until the need arises again. And it's a great, it's a great opportunity. It's a great opportunity for us as solos to learn about different industries, you know, to keep our skills sharp and really grow our experience. So it's it's just an exciting time to be a solo. Absolutely. And I, you know, one of the things that's not in that report that I know is that another value add. And so you want to start to really think about this and you want to really start to think about your messaging for 2023 and how you seize these opportunities. So you want to look at what's missing in the market. You know, why are people Mm. turning to us? It's not just because of the uncertain economy, because we've had, you know, strong growth in people becoming solos and people utilizing our services and not just small companies, you know, large companies take advantage of our services as well. You offer your clientele the benefit of having a window into multiple sectors of an industry. So unlike working in house where you have the viewpoint of only one company, you can bring a much richer perspective to your client even better when that perspective can maybe covers more than one industry. Many of us specialize within a certain industry, but for, you know, example, for me, it's technology and healthcare, but that's pretty broad. And that Mm -hmm. allows me to see things a little bit differently and to bring all of that expertise to a particular client. So don't forget to sell into your strengths and And give clients, you know, the why of why they should be thinking about adding a solo PR team to their team and to help them, whether it's, you know, short term or long term. Yeah. You know, the other thing, again, is you do not want to sell yourself on price. Please don't do that. No. Um, Do not do that. Because one thing that I always remember from from that I heard many years ago is that you, you win on price, you lose on price. And that is yeah. very true. And um, that's also going to attract a certain type of client yes, it is. that it just goes down a road you don't, you don't like. Because if they're, if they're focused solely on the price and not the value and on the work, it's, it's for most of us, for most of us, if you're listening, that's probably not going to be a good fit. Some people, it may not bother, but that's, that's never a great place to stand on. I completely agree. I mean, efficiency is really big for leadership. So you Mm -hmm. want to talk about that too. One of your strengths is that you're efficient. One of the things that I've done in my own business is I don't do those weekly client meetings that people are famous for in our industry. To be honest, a lot of my clients are monthly. And Mm -hmm. that's an efficiency tool. Listen, we are careful about how we budget our time for you on your behalf because we don't there's no waste. So if we're meeting just to meet, that's not efficient. And that's a waste of of your clients budget and your time. And people do welcome the ways that you can share, you know, you can get in as a team and you can ramp up quickly. You don't need this long lead time. You don't need 90 days to get to know their business. You know their business, you're getting in. 
you know your stuff, you know what to do, you can ramp up, you can get the job done, you can bring them insights that they may not be getting. Don't forget that, unfortunately, when you work in-house, you, um, by design of how corporations work, are very siloed, yes. specific responsibilities. As a solo PR pro, you have a much broader opportunity to have a deeper skill set. And, and that's not a knock on an in-house team. Again, yeah. it's just that by design, they're focused on very specific areas, whereas we have the flexibility to move a little bit differently. And so we may learn some things and be exposed to things and exposed to departments that can be helpful to our counterparts that are in-house. And so, you know, again, look at your marketing, look at your messaging, look at how you're talking about your solo business, head on points that are going to resonate with not only in-house teams, but with leaders, with CEOs, with founders, what, what, it's going to make you stand out to them and for them to say, you know what, that sounds really good. And I, you know, again, value, efficiency, agility, mm-hmm. flexibility, all of those things make a difference. How you can add to the bottom line. I've said this for years, as have many other people. Please do not be afraid to tie ROI to PR. Right. What you do definitely can drive back to the bottom line of the business. And it does. We've just got to get more serious about connecting those dots. I still hear people say it's PR. It's not a science. No, you know what? If if those, yeah, those hits you get, take those links, pop them in a Google tag manager. Yeah. You know, give your clients that trail of breadcrumbs. Yes. You know, it it doesn't have to be a heavy lift. Bitly or snipply, which is not, you don't have to pay for those things. Right. You need to start tracking the things that you do and tying it back for your client. Not only that, get involved with how they can maximize those opportunities. Exactly. Don't forget the value of your strategic counsel. So, you know, math does matter. It matters a lot. You know, we hear, you know, we'll sometimes funny in a funny way say the math is not mathing, but in PR, the math always maths. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And it, it's so true what you say about the marketing. You know, I've come across, it's funny, I will help my clients solve for the, we didn't know you did this puzzle. And I'm realizing that I need to get back to doing that for myself because I had an astonishing conversation with someone I've known for a very long time. And she's like, I didn't know you did websites. I'm like, well, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I don't, but I, as my company, yes, we do. Absolutely. You know, I can do little one-offs, but. That's a, again, somebody that you've known for a long time. Yeah. And I, I, but it was great for me to know because I thought, oh, Okay. I need to pay more attention to me. Oh, I love that. We should all start out the new year with that. That was kind of the theme in my head this morning as I realized that, you know, I had sort of sleepwalk through a few things and I'm like, okay, wake up and pay attention. You got to, you know, it happens to all of us. It does. Just. We're life. in a weird part of life. <laughs> life, life. <is> weird. <laughs> you, know, you, you have the best laid intentions and then and then yeah. you know, life life throws some smoke bombs in your room for lack yeah. of a better yeah. of a better anal, uh, analogy and you, yeah. and then you realize, huh, okay. And that's okay. 
And that's, yeah. oh, weird okay. is our new normal. It honestly is. Like, it's just, <laughs> you know, life is weird. That, that's normal. <laughs> if it was normal, then it would feel weird. Like, I, I would buy that t-shirt. Weird is the new normal. <laughs> weird is the new normal. <laughs> but well, you do have to remember, like, and, and I know some of you are either contemplating and taking the leap in, in 2023, or you're, you're new to it. And you're like, what do I do? You have to talk about what you do, even to people who you think know what you do, because I promise yeah. you being top of mind matters. And it does. Do it in a way that feels natural to you. So often the question is, well, what do I do? Do I, you know, do I hire a lead generation company? Do I do ads? Do I do a newsletter? Do I pitch myself for articles? Do I use social media? Anything can work. So let me just say that if you decided to do a billboard in your town, that can work. The key is that you have to choose at least one thing. And, and I am a fan of, you know, using multiple tactics, but listen, right. if you're new, pick a way that you are going to market yourself and yeah. do it consistently. Because yes. Consistency is the key. You cannot put your hand over here and then put your hand over there and then over there and then over there. And then it's like, well, I did that once. Right. Right. And it didn't work. I mean, how, how many of our clients frustrate us sometimes when like, well, <laughs> it didn't work. And you just feel like you're literally trying to, with your arms, pick them up and say, no, you need to stay up there. Yes. Let me spot yes. you. Yes. Like the people who think that they could do PR for a month and then that's all they need. Yeah. Yeah. And not to, that's not to be confused with the project people where there is a very right. specific right. need. That's like, but, stay the course, yeah, stay the course, stay the course. And, you know, this is a message to our clients as much of to ourselves, right? Why do we sometimes we slag off on marketing ourselves? Because we're tired of hearing about ourselves. We're tired of saying the same things. And, and, and I've even said that to clients. It's like, look, you're going to feel like we're being repetitive with our messaging because we are, but it's, it's kind of yeah. like, it's kind of like when some people say, well, why do you keep going to see the same bands? Isn't it boring? It's like, well, not to me. <laughs> but you have to know that going in, right? <laughs> I, will, I will say, and I'm trying to think of the best way to say this, because I'm not sure that I could really convey this in this time and space. But okay, if you do media relations, the difference between being amazing at it and really being able to, to land and secure things and being okay at it really is in how you follow up. Mm-hmm. And, and some, some of you that do media relations approach that the way you do everything else, you're way too passive. Oh, maybe not passive. Pa- or just, nice. just you're way too nice. You put yeah. too much emotion into it. And so you're like, oh, I don't want to be a bother. You, you think so much about the other person and being a bother that you don't get the job done to date. <laughs> and I mean, listen, there are cranky journalists out there, but they're not all like that. And you've got to be willing to get in there and you got to really be willing to dig in and get yeah. it done. And you've got to be, you've got to read the room, of course. But you can't be afraid to follow up. You can't yeah. be afraid to chase stuff down. Even after it's been secured, if you have secured a byline and turned it in, you got to stay on top of it. And some of you are not dogged enough because you're so kind 
that you're missing opportunities. It's something I learned a long time ago from a former colleague and her doppelganger is currently on Abbott Elementary as Melissa Shimenti. But anyway, <laughs> just the difference. And it was just the way I observed her getting things done. She was anything but shy. She wasn't mean. And she taught me the true meaning of being assertive and being aggressive. She was never yes. aggressive, although I'm sure some interpreted her that way. But no, she was just being assertive. There was no emotion in it. She's just like, well, no, we need to get this done. And why are we all being so, you know, well, maybe you should. No, I need yes. that by Friday. And, and that's a life lesson I carry with me. And also, going back in Michelle's Wayback Machine, you know, when I worked at an answering service for years, which was the best professional boot camp I could have ever had, because you're, you know, you're, you're literally being someone different every 30 seconds. But if you're following up via email or phone call, it's just a phone call. They could be making faces at you on the other end. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? And so that message, I love that. It's not being aggressive. It's being assertive. Be assertive about your business because think of it this way. We, we have stats that show that hiring independent workers, that trend is strong. My client, MBO Partners, just released new data as of this recording and we're recording at the end of November that shows the growth in people who are working on their own and that we are happier, healthier, and more financially secure than mm-hmm. our traditional employed counterparts. And so if this, if the numbers are telling you that people are hiring us, they value what we have. And if the precedent is showing that when you're at the top of your game, you can just expect people who are at the top of their game to go and offer their services on the open market. But here's the key, you've got to offer your services. You don't want to be sitting here, a person of value, a team of value that has something that can really help the market that you serve and rely on other people to talk about you because they will forget you. You need to be assertive about your own business and you need to talk about what you do. You need to remind people what you do. Don't just sit there and think, oh, well, you know, people need me. They'll find me. Yeah, no, no, they won't. (laughs) It's your business. This is your livelihood. So going into 2023, knowing that there is a strong need for options, for alternatives, for this agility and flexibility, there should be not a single solo that is not having your best year yet. I challenge you all to have your best year, make it your intention right now. If you do vision boards, put it on your vision board. If you need to make a sign and hang it in your office, if you need to take a picture or make a video to yourself of you saying it, you commit to making 2023 your best year yet. It's not the end. It's not going to be just a, you know, anomaly, but this is going to shift you into a whole new level. I want you guys to take advantage of this. We, the Solo PR Pro community in particular, I'm going to brag on our community. You are the smartest, the best, and the brightest our profession has to offer. I, if somebody wanted to do a battle of PR people, (laughs) I would be like, bring it on. I wish there was a versus. 
for us. Because I was like, bring it on. Our community is the best out there. We will beat you in a battle. <laughs> Now I'm picturing Battle of the Network Stars solo PR pro version. <laughs> the solo PR pro version. We might have to create that. That would be so much fun. Best. You're the brightest. You are the top of the profession. Yeah. You are you are gems. And so there's no reason that any of us should be struggling. And you know, we can help each other. We can lift one another up. We can share yep. work. We can share information. We can share tips. We can support one another. We can Talk each other off the ledge because we all need that. We can oh, we do. offer that encouragement when you're having a, a bad day. But take advantage of, of this moment because this is this is our time to shine. It's I exciting. And, you know, we are out there just doing great things. We have people that are winning awards and being recognized and you know, writing books and going on tours and being keynote speakers. Let's seize the momentum. I love it. I love it. All right. I'm ready to go conquer the world now. And we hope you are too, actually. And we'll keep this accountability check going as we record more broadcasts because it's important because it's so easy. And I speak for myself too, to just say, all right, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I'm still, you know, head down, getting stuff down. I'll do it tomorrow. No, now is the time. It's an exciting time to be a solo. So we hope you're getting value from this and we hope you share some love with us by sharing this. Subscribe so you get the podcast notices every week so you don't miss a thing because we're going to hold you accountable to have your best year ever in 2023. And for today, though, we thank you for joining us on That Solo Life. Mm -hmm.